Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> uh, I am Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And you're listening to TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hooray. Uh, did we do it? We did it. We did it. Uh, TBD is the show. Um, it's the show about the, tea and friendship. The only show. It used to be a podcast about tea and friendship. But you know what? Some places I've changed it to be the podcast about tea and friendship. Like the Ohio State University. Yeah. Or the Facebook. Do you remember that? Maybe. I remember from the movie. Ah, from the movie. I remember it from real life. <laughs> uh, I was a freshman in college when Facebook started. So I wow. date myself. In Boston, too. In Bo- Well, that's why Bo- uh, schools in Boston like got it early before a lot of other schools because that was how he rolled it out. He was like, I think it was like Harvard and then Ivy League schools and then like large Boston schools. And then I even want to say then it was like Massachusetts or something like that. And then he was like, and now all of America or whatever. And then all everyone. You just need a student email address to sign up for it. Now you can just use your Gmail or whatever. Anyways, this podcast is not about Facebook. It's not about Facebook at all. Um or we don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, but because the topics are a surprise. That's true. We're going to find out what my topic is in a, in a few minutes. And we have a guest. We'll find out what her topic is uh, in, a, in a little more than a few minutes. And then um, we're also going to drink tea. We have tea. That's a quick rundown of this podcast. I thought that was clear. <laughs> really working on these intros. <laughs> you know, basically, we're just two friends Maybe three friends if it's a it's a guest pod. Which this one is. Which, which this one happens to be. Just having fun and drinking tea. Yeah. All right. Let's bring that friend on. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. I don't know why I insist on calling it a stage. Um, my dear friend and friend of the show, Zubi Ahmed. Hi. Hello. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. <laughs> We're told, very excited. I told Emily that I would have been mad at her if she never got me on this. <laughs> we 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 have a lot of people who I think are still mad that haven't been put on the show yet. We it's only good. Have, they should be mad. They should be mad, but also there's only room for one guest at a time. Because if there's two guests, then that goes off the rails. That's crazy. And then I have to bring up my mixer and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I will say, if you're listening right now and you want to be on the podcast, like... The fact that you're hearing this right now makes me know that you are dedicated enough to, to then if you ask us, then we'll be like, okay, we'll book you. Yeah. They're great people. I mean, we're ready to book more people anyways, but the fact of the matter is you can, <laughs> you can cut the line if you say, you heard me say, <laughs> ask to be on the podcast. <laughs> uh, just drop my name. The, pod, the <sighs> podcast that Zubi Ahmed was on. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, At time code. Uh, two, three minutes. I will say it, it's like a promo code that you hear on like other podcasts. Promo code Zuby puts you to the top of the guest list. Yes, that's how that would work, right? You'd have... I always wanted my name to be a, a promo code. You know, and it's just like four letters, so it's perfect. We're in charge of what's a promo code to this show. That's so. true. It doesn't have to be TBD. It could be Zuby. Um, I love it. Go to tbdpodcast.com slash zuby i don't think that will work <laughs> i think that will get you a uh, 404 error <laughs> um well, i was gonna again. make a joke about an advertisement but i'm not going to <laughs> like blank mattresses 
yeah. use the code Zuby to get 25% <laughs> off your next purchase. That's how I feel like it. Yeah, start typing in Zuby to all kinds of things and see what it gets see you. See what happens. Yeah, you I never mean, know. can almost guarantee nothing, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something. Yeah, I almost guarantee. I cannot fully guarantee. <laughs> right, because you international websites, guys. Black market. I don't know what's out there. <laughs> Black markets are known for using promo codes. Yeah. They really want to give that 20% off. They got to track their customer base somehow. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> wow, that was a fun promo code rant. <laughs> um, can I say that we have a new tea towel? Yeah, you can talk with the towel. Um, our okay. friend of the pod. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt that says friend of the pod um, from Pod Save America. So I'm, I'm, that's what I said, but we're not going to say that all the time. Um, Alex <laughs> Simmons, or just Alex to most people <laughs> if it's sarah if it's our guest from two weeks ago sarah she'll say his full name <laughs> um get donated to the pod a um a set of four harry potter tea towels one for me one for matt one for him and one for our other friend shannon hi shannon um and so the one stationed at matt's house where we record is slytherin and so when i spill the tea today we're gonna use it to clean it up Yes. Uh, I should be said that Emily labeled me a Slytherin. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. Hey, you should be proud. A uh, lot of people proud. are proud to be Slytherins. Exactly. Yeah. I I think, I don't know what I am. I feel like when I was growing up, I wanted to be like a Gryffindor because that's like, they're the heroes or mm-hmm. whatever. But if I'm being honest with myself, I'm probably a Slytherin. Wow. <laughs> you know, don't, up on you. don't look at Slytherin <laughs> as a bad thing. That's what I say. I'm a Ravenclaw. There's have been, so. but that they're they're cunning and ambitious, and they exactly. And that's not those aren't necessarily bad traits. A lot of people are ambitious, and I'm I honestly I like people tell me that they're afraid of me, so I can get that. Like people are afraid of snakes. Um, I think my cousins and everyone is afraid of me i mean like i that's why i try so aggressively hard to be come off as friendly and smile like a freak she's trying but really hard <laughs> you're a slytherin on the inside a hufflepuff on the outside yes. she has a shirt that says killa on it I don't know if that... yeah. yeah um i uh i think ambitious though like whenever you're talking about like a movie or a book or like any work of fiction ambitious always means the villain like <laughs> ambitious unless it's like an up like if there's a villain ambitiousness is the villain like like there can you provide an example uh harry potter oh uh, that's true <laughs> slytherin are the ambitious group and they made them the villains but, like but or like uh iron man um the the first movie um probably or maybe all of them like uh the obadiah stain is the villain which is kind of a spoiler but the movie came out 10 years ago <laughs> and his whole thing he is ambitious he's the villain uh, I don't know. I feel like it's always that person who's like trying harder. I don't know. I, I feel like it's a, a dog whistle for the villain is to call them I ambitious. Think, yeah, I, I think I get your point is that like it takes a lot of ambition to want to take over the world. Yes. I, I mean, I think that is a prerequisite for taking over the world. Yeah. I don't think it's a like it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Like I think I'm going to say a movie I've seen once, but The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith, whatever his character's name is. I would say he's ambitious, but he's yeah. the good guy. But is it. there a villain in, the, in it? I mean, poverty. I think, yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if if the villain is a person, like I don't know Jafar, uh, <laughs> who is, I would also say we're going ambition right there. Um, Scar. I'm also, thinking all I'd these li- all these Disney characters. Scar from Lion King, 
ambitious, right? I'd also say jealous. Yeah. Uh, but it's jealous, a mix it, of you, other things because yeah. it takes a lot of ambition for the hero as well to want to be the one to stop the villain. It does. Um, I think in the, I'm going to go back to my Iron Man example. So like, <laughs> this is part of the dog whistling part. Cause right. So everyone knows Jafar and Scar and, uh, who's another, uh, Ursula. Like everyone knows these are the villains in these, in these movies. Uh, cause they do very villainous things in them from like the start. Now, Iron Man, there's a bit of a twist that he's the villain. You don't know he's the villain right away. But early in the movie, he's like described as like hardworking and all these other things. And I feel like that is them like foreshadowing that he might become the villain or like mm-hmm. that he wishes again. Or it's like it's sort of foreshadowing the jealousy. But then it's it's saying it's the ambition. I just don't think that you can have a lazy villain. Right. Like, I mean, they have to work so hard. Yeah, exactly. You have to have a plan. You have to have like drive <laughs> to this, be a villain. <laughs> this to me is where Iron Man 2 falls short um, because the villain in that <laughs> is not very ambitious and it's also not a very good movie. Um, I don't even remember what happened. Uh, I, I think I did watch it. I think I watched it in theaters with my brother and my mom. <laughs> that is the one with... Uh, Hot crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who's the guy who just won the <laughs> Academy Award for being in three billboards? Um Oh, is it Sh- uh, Rockwell? Sam Rockwell. Yes, I knew Sam. Sam Rockwell is the villain in Iron Man Two, and he runs a company that is competing with Tony Stark's company, Iron Man. And then he hires um, who's the guy? <laughs> He's an actor, and he got his face all messed up because he went and did a boxing career in the middle of it. Uh, he's in the Wrestler. <laughs> and, Mike Tyson. Uh, no, he's no, he's like a. a I, I'm. I should remember his name. Anyways, he's like the real villain and he has these like two like laser whip things and he, he has. That's uh, crazy. I can't believe I'm forgetting these people's names, but <laughs> it's the worst. It uh, There are the two worst Marvel movies for all of them that have existed and there are like 20 of them. The two worst and truly the only two bad ones are Iron Man 2 and Thor 2. I hated Thor 2 so much. It's really was, bad. Ugh. It's quite bad. Emily's seen none of these. I am. I, if you want my ranking of Marvel movies, I'd say um, the the two thirds of the first Iron Man I remember, um, <laughs> Ant Man, the first one because I watched it with my dad when he was watching it on TV, and I then I think she. That's it. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> I if I like looked at the list, I might be able to claim I saw like one or two more, but that's it. Uh, we got the Captain America movies. I haven't seen any we of got, those. Got uh, Black oh, Panther. Right. Have not seen like, it. The Avengers movies. No, Thor Ragnarok is amazing. I've heard it's good. Haven't Thor seen Ragnarok it. Ragnarok is great. Uh, we got Guardians of the Galaxy. Have not seen it. Um, I know about Groot though. I'll put Groot as my third favorite <laughs> Marvel movie. <laughs> He's good. Um, I think that basically. Oh, Doctor Strange. No. Um, Doctor Strange was visually amazing. I like, really like Doctor Strange. That was oh, Spider Man, the latest one. No, uh, I think I ran through all the characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've never watched any of the Avengers movies? Either. No. Like, okay. Great. I will so go here. see <laughs> Captain Marvel. Captain. Yeah. Captain because Marvel. Brie Larson plays her, and I love Brie Larson. Nice. Wow. It's also a prequel, so. It uh, takes place before all the rest of them. So I don't have to know any of the information so from them. I would, you know, um, that's an interesting thought. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea because they're also like integrated. But if it's a prequel, you shouldn't need to know anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
We'll see if there's there probably be some like nerdy like shout outs. I mean, I the, that w- there was a Star Wars uh, Rogue One was like a prequel, wasn't it? It was like before <laughs> everything happened. Yeah. So although there are lots of shout outs to future events. Yeah. In that. <laughs> I mean, I like I didn't well, I've never watched like the whole Star Wars um, franchise. I li- like recently got into it, uh, but I got it from Rogue One. I was like, I get because there's so many like pop culture references to mm-hmm. it. That's like can't miss it Mm -hmm. so i like that Mm -hmm. movie a lot um i will be the resident expert in both well you've seen star wars i've seen i would not ever consider myself an expert but i have seen them all but whenever people talk about not having seen star wars i'm like i am (laughs) and then all these marvel movies i've seen all every single one of these movies many of them twice Mm. (laughs) i'd say over well most of them twice the only ones i haven't really seen twice are any like the more the recent ones like I haven't seen Black Panther or Spider-Man or, well, then the, the two that just came out, Avengers 4 or in, Infinity or Avengers 3, Infinity War. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I've only I, seen it once. I haven't seen Age of Ultron, but I also think that um, Civil War should have been their Avengers movie because literally all of them were It pretty it. much is. Well, there's no Thor. Yeah. And there's no um, Hulk. <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> he is busy. <laughs> Anyways, this is this episode isn't about the not about that. Marvel or uh, Star Wars universe. Uh, do you know what it is about? Uh, I think it might be about tea. I think it's about tea. Let's do mm. it, Emily. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. It's time for tea talk. Thank you, Emily, for that wonderful song. No problem. It's my job. If there's one <laughs> job I have in this podcast, it's to introduce tea talk. You know, I uh, love that. So on Comedy Bang Bang, the in, in, on the the TV show, the intro is sung by Reggie Watts. And um, there's like a running gag on that show that like he'll like even though Reggie Watts is not actually there every week it's a recording he'll say thank you Reggie and say goodbye to him for the day jokingly as if he comes in to sing the song every time. Now we have the opposite. Emily actually is here to sing the song every week. Every single time it's a slightly new version. (laughs) Okay, on to the tea talk. I just wanted to bring up that podcast thing. I loved it. Okay. This week, we have, again, thanks to Alex Royston, mm-hmm. a former guest, who brought us two teas, and we are two teas from T2. Wow. <laughs> Getting the second one today. Um, this one, again, it's by T2. It's called Gorgeous Geisha, and it is a green tea. And uh, I'll read a little description for it. Smooth, sweet, and so creamy. Sencha green tea combined with the luscious flavors of strawberries and cream is delicious, hot, or iced as a summer treat. This geisha's got a hold on us. Is that a is that a quote from something? <laughs> this geisha's got a hold on us. I don't know. I don't think so. Hold on us is a, a is it like a? I don't know. I don't know. Well, this geisha's got a hold on us. Whatever that means. <laughs> it it does. Uh, um, I will say that description really rang true. When you said creamy, because I'm like, oh, this is a creamy mm-hmm. green tea. Yes, fact. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't add that milk that you normally add. I know. Should be said, we've got Zuby and Emily both with sweet and low in theirs. That's true. <laughs> uh, no milk in either. I'm going straight tea. Just got to make that all clear. <laughs> it is pretty sweet on its own. It like is pretty it's, sweet, it's, yeah. There's like a little sweetness to it. Um, Zuby, do you taste anything specific or... Did the description ring true to you at all? Yeah, I I thought it was pretty spot on, actually. 
Yeah, I, I didn't notice the strawberry part at first when I was first drinking it. Now that I read That's that it's what there, the sweetness is from. I'm realizing it's the strawberry flavor. Flavors of strawberries and cream. I do get the strawberries, yeah. I'm really more... I definitely taste the strawberry more now, but it's still so creamy. Mm-hmm. It's like drinking... Does strawberry shortcake have cream on it? A little bit, yeah. Okay, it tastes like... That. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> yeah, you put some of that on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's good tea, guys. It's, it's really good, good tea. tea. Well, I don't have much to say about this tea. Do we want to uh, take a look at it? Oh, let's take a look at it. Here, pass that around. Open it up. I had to clean out my tin. Ooh, it's even a T2 tin that I put it back into. <laughs> um, So it is definitely green tea. Like it has those big long leaves. Signature green tea look. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take a quick sniffy sniff. She goes, smelling it, going to commentate. Back to the microphone. Um, it, it smells like it tastes. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Subi, why don't you let us know what you think that looks like? Sure. If you think it's anything interesting <laughs> worth mentioning. All right. I mean, it looks like, um, like herbs. <laughs> herbs. I say, normally say herbs. <laughs> Do you? Do you think it's an Ohio thing? Um, I don't necessarily think it's an all Ohio thing. I say herbs if I'm insulting someone. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this insult. I think it's it might be a New York thing, New York City thing. But like, if you want to insult someone, you just like call them a herb. Like, look at that herb over there. I have heard that before, <laughs> but I don't know if I've ever had it quite explained to me that way. <laughs> like, I, I never say herb. I'm not like, look at that herb. Like, that, that, that sounds weird. Yeah. But an herb, I call it an herb. Can I touch it? Is that cool? I'm just going to take it. I'm not going to put it back in there. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, it looks like a dried up leaf. And it smells delicious. It's the thing about tea is most of it looks like dried up leaves. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like it is dried up leaves. Uh, now I'm getting a look at it, guys. And you know what? I'm going to concur. It looks like dried up leaves. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting a stick in my my view of it. But uh, cool. Can That's I, a fun sound. Can I like crack it in the mic and will it? I heard it. Well, did you guys hear that? I did. Try to amplify that. Let's do it again. That's the wow. dry leaf cracking. Wow. <laughs> um, Hope you guys enjoyed that. We also got really quiet and I could hear like something happening like either in my hallway or my like neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> like they were like crashing something around. Um, it's not like they were banging pots and pans around everywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for the most important question we ask every single episode. All right. Well, I'll go. I'll 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 shoot it. I'll shoot it to you first. Emily. Oh wow! Okay, wow. I brought the tea, and I feel like you ask it a lot, so I'll I'll go ahead. Emily, yes, Matt. Is this tea the gorgeous geisha? Is it your cup of tea, or is it not your cup of tea? You know, that's a great question. Um, and what I've been waiting to be asked. Um, <laughs> it is in fact. I love the creaminess. I I think I've learned about myself. We also had this cream of Earl Grey tea recently, and I really liked the creaminess which was also, of it. It was from the same, wasn't that the same? I, I think so. It was also the other, it was the other T2 yeah. we got from Alex um, Royston. I think I like creamy teas that are just like creamy built in. So this is in fact my cup of tea. Amazing. Zuby, um, I'm going to ask you the very same question. Is this tea the gorgeous geisha? Is it your cup of tea or it not your cup is. of tea? Oh, I'm sorry. the whole rating system out. Is it your cup of tea or is it not your cup of tea? <laughs> um it is my cup of tea uh i don't drink a lot of like crazy teas or anything but like when i find a good one i enjoy it 
and um yeah i mean like i'm indian so like we drink tea but we drink like lipton and like we steep it to perfection and then put milk in it so that's like the tea that i'll drink regularly Mm -hmm. but you know flavors i'll do if i go to like alice's teacup or something (laughs) i will say that i think i i was raised on on like lipton tea because it's my original tea love although i didn't really drink it with her is that my grandmother used to always drink tea and Mm -hmm. i have i have more like uh like sense memory like smell and uh things like that like memories of (laughs) her drinking tea uh, but I believe it was Lipton tea. I also very strongly remember her when I uh, smell uh, spearmint gum. <laughs> Another <laughs> thing she liked. That's my grandmother. Uh, yeah. Um, Matt. Oh, Emily, do you have a question for me? I just have a real quick question. Um, is this is this tea? The gorgeous geisha from mm-hmm. T2. Your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea? Well, Emily, um, I'm going to say that I'm I'm very much enjoying this tea. Therefore, this is my cup of tea. And we have yet another. Three cups of tea. Three out of three cups of tea. Uh, <laughs> the rare three for three. Um, <laughs> that conversation, though, I wanted to ask you that before I brought this up. And we can have this conversation quickly. Um, so you talked about how you drink tea. You talked about how you drink tea. I got drinking tea from my mom, who I'm just always has a cup of tea. And she <laughs> always puts... Growing up, I don't remember what she used, but she now uses sweet and low and milk because her grandmother, her grandmother put milk in her tea. So her mom put milk in her tea. So nice. she put milk in her tea. I put milk in my tea. Um, so I also get it from my mommy. Mm. Um, That's cute. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea if my grandmother put milk in her tea. Um, I think like, like that's my earliest memory of tea in my life. But I, I, and I honestly can't remember where I then started doing tea on my own because it wasn't until much, much later. And it's why I think I didn't, I probably don't put milk or sugar in because I think I started just by like having a bag of tea and being like, I'll have this and like not really even knowing. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. finding that to be just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't mind milk and sugar and often I will put it in tea, but I feel like for this podcast, I often don't. Yeah, I think that the flavored teas don't really need much. I agree. Um, like Lipton will, I, I think that, that that kind of tea is made so that you can um, Put dress stuff, it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, when yeah. you say it's steeped to perfection, mm-hmm. how exactly do you steep it to okay. perfection? So Indians and Bengali, I, I mean, all right, let me start over there. <laughs> <laughs> South Asians, um love tea i don't like i know that i'm from a bengali family so like we have to have tea like morning and evening so we have morning tea and evening tea and um the way that we make our tea is it's dark so like it like you boil it in water um it's not the it's not the what are the um not like a tea bag not a tea bag not you have the loose tea so you put um as much uh, as many teaspoons of tea that you need to make it for however many people. Um, so if you're making it for one person, I would put like two teaspoons of tea or something like that. And, um, you'll just boil it until it's like really nice and dark. 
and then you add milk to it. I like we like to if you really wanted to like get that like creamy taste or whatever to it. Uh, we like to instead of whole milk, we use um, condensed milk, and that oof, so good. And then like a spoon of sugar, and there you have it. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Chai. <laughs> Uh, so it's in the Thai iced tea, condensed milk. Love a Thai iced tea. Um, One of my all-time favorite beverages, I'll say. <laughs> I was at Think Coffee because I like their mochas, mm-hmm. but they have they were advertising a Spanish latte. I was like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's with condensed milk. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I still want the mocha. <laughs> That's my story about condensed milk. Interesting. Is that when we were at Think yes, Coffee? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot of um, coffee places are now adding turmeric to their teas and and maybe coffee, I don't know, lattes and stuff, like turmeric lattes. And um, it's, it's a weird thing to see because, like, we put turmeric in all of our food and we put, like, there is, um, it's called golden milk and that's something that we make when, like, someone's sick or, like, you know, they have like a stomach ache or something. They'll will like heat up milk and put turmeric in it and um, make them drink that. Mm-hmm. I think that's gross, but <laughs> now I'm seeing like a lot of like um, coffee shops do that, like make uh, turmeric lattes. I'm like, where, where is this coming from? Yeah, I think <laughs> turmeric is like becoming on trend. I will say last yeah. week, the tea we had last week was... Two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago or was it... The episode would be two weeks ago, right? <laughs> I don't remember. Is it with Sarah? No, it was the one after the one oh, with Sarah. Oh, it is last week. Yeah. My bad. Um, the, it was Turmeric Glow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was from David's Tea. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I've ever had turmeric before that, or at least like not like, with my knowledge. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was strange. It was supposed to help your complexion. Yeah, that's, uh, that is what um, turmeric... I mean, turmeric is used for a lot of different things. Um, uh, when we... there when indians do like weddings and stuff they have like a turmeric night it's literally like called turmeric night but um haldi night in in hindi um or bengali or whatever and uh literally just like rub um turmeric on the bride and the groom (laughs) it's supposed to help them look beautiful for their for their wedding day this is what uh, serendipitous thing that you are a guest the week after we were confused about turmeric. It <laughs> 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 really worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, does it help their complexion? Okay, so... <laughs> or is it just like a... I don't really know. I think it's like a cultural thing that we do. I mean, it, like, um, I put turmeric on my face one time and it turned my face yellow and I was like, this is the worst idea ever um, <laughs> to, like, get that color. I don't know uh, if I was using the right brand of turmeric or if it's if it was just the cooking turmeric or you have to get some kind of different turmeric. I don't know. I did it wrong. Um, but, Yeah. <laughs> because really we both decided that if that tea made us in some way more attractive we would drink it every single day <laughs> if there was a thing no matter how disgusting it was if it you knew it would make Did you it more taste attractive it or no it was it was interesting it was right? interesting it was interesting okay. i don't know i don't think I, like i like turmeric in my food i don't know if i like turmeric on its own and that's why i will never drink turmeric milk <laughs> so i don't know um I don't. We definitely didn't give it a zero. My cup of teas. We no, we never gave it a, a one and a half because I couldn't decide. Ah, uh, that's it. Because <laughs> we've never had a zero, and that would that'll be quite the day. If we oh my god, it'd be so sad. <laughs> um, I feel good about that tea talk. 
Okay. Do you feel good? Yes. All right. Tea talk. Done. <laughs> okay. Um, I say complete, but you know. Complete done. <laughs> I'm getting myself more tea. Okay. Well, um, this is this is my week for the uh, miniature topic of the week, and I'm gonna say I um, I've been thinking about like mini topics and like what they mean to me. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just burped a little bit. It's okay. Uh, still better than that episode. Emily coughed all. She's going to come to defend, defend herself. I was sick. <laughs> I didn't want to be coughing. Mm-hmm. It had been worse two days before that. Although that was because I just couldn't talk. Yes. Okay. I'm good. I've defended myself. Coughing <laughs> like the Pokemon. Anyways, um, I've been thinking about these mini topics and the purpose to me that they serve. They, they can mean a completely different thing to Emily and that's perfectly fine. To me, I like them to be lighthearted and or weird or in some other way, like um, an entry into the the rest of the podcast, the the later, <laughs> the, the topic, the true topic, which Zuby will get to in about 10 or 15 minutes. Love it. And, uh, and I was also, I also try to, I try to broaden our topics with them. I think like, like I wrote a whole list of all these things I want to bring as topics one day. And I was like, these are all like movies or TV shows or music or things like that. And it's like, you know, lots of people are going to bring those. And I don't necessarily need, that's like, those are going to be pretty common things. I want, I want weird stuff. I was going down our topic list. If you go to tbdpodcast.com, we have a whole list of all of our topics. (laughs) And I noticed something about it um, that we have uh, two topics that are back to back in our list that are from the same episode. And I have to say that this, this we actually have two, two instances of this, I think, but this one has been bothering me for some time. And that is that the topic of Gotham and the topic of hockey are alphabetically next to each other. And they're both from the same episode of our podcast. <laughs> and you know what, guys? I want to split those two up. <laughs> so I picked a topic that I thought would be both fun, a little weird. <laughs> a little and would split those two up. And split those two topics up. My topic is haircuts. <laughs> nice. Let's talk haircuts, you guys. Let's talk haircuts. <laughs> I'll say I'll say my I'll say my intro to haircuts. Uh, and then we can just open the floor and we can do any haircut talk we want. I uh, get my haircut once every typically these days, every four to five weeks. So like once a month or once a little more than a month. I get a five blade on the side. That's how the, the length of the buzzer they use on the side of my head. And then I usually say on the top, I grab my hair and I say, I want a little bit off the top. (laughs) And they sort of know what I mean. And then I end up with the haircut I have, which if you're following along with all the pictures of TBD (laughs) that we have, my hair does change kind of quite a bit because I'm not super great at uh, maintaining a singular haircut. (laughs) That's how I feel about haircuts. How do you guys feel? Do you go to the same barber or a different barber every time? I go to the same... Uh, store, but I will get different people cutting my hair. Although I do get okay. this one guy and this one woman frequently. There's basically two guys, these two brothers who run the place. So they're there a lot. And then I think one of the women that works there is one of their wives. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> quite figured that all out yet. Um, and so 
the two of them and her will usually cut, or one of the three of them will, are there a lot, so I will usually get my hair cut by one of the three of them. Uh, the two of them, the two guys are bald. They don't uh, have hair. Which is, I think, interesting to, a pr- interesting profession to be a hair cutter if you are bald. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I agree. But then they have more time to give you attention. So. That's true, because they don't have to be worrying about their own. It's true, yeah. Do they have beards at all? They, I think they both... Yes, they both have beards. Pretty well manicured, like trimmed okay. up beards. I trust a guy with good, like a good beard. Nice, <laughs> clean beard. Yes. <laughs> they seem to know what they're doing. They have like, I mean, they they run the place. So it's not, they're not like, they're not half-assing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to say I hate getting my hair cut, but I have had at least one pretty terrible haircut experiences where, my hair just looked so bad afterwards. Like the haircut was bad. But now I just like kind of dread going. Mm-hmm. And so I let it go far too long. Like it, Same. it gets like so out of control sometimes. I get that way too. And it's really bad. I like, I think though for uh, women, especially women who have hair, like fine hair like ours, mm-hmm. it's not. Like, we need to have, like, the same um, hair cutter yes. or anything like that. Like, I've gone to different places and, you know, sometimes they've messed up and whatever, but then it's kind of an easy fix. Um, but, like, I think men definitely need to keep, like, a good barber, a good relationship with their barber, <laughs> a good relationship with the barber shop. <laughs> Just because, like, you know, it's really easy to fuck up a fade, you know? Like, <laughs> it's really easy to <laughs> mess it up. So, like... Like, I will take my brother to a good barber, and my mm-hmm. dad always takes him to the bad one. Ugh. And his they, like, mess it up, and, yeah. I don't, like, you can really tell on a guy if Well, I think they have just... I mean, Matt has just less hair, too. Right. <laughs> not mess- that I'm going bald, but I have not women's length hair. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he has plenty of hair. It's just the I'm hair bald. itself is, is yeah. short. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that um, I've had several bad haircuts in my life, Ugh, so I know nightmare. I know what that's like. Um, I I've grown to I trust the I trust these people I go to because they've they have never given me a bad haircut. A couple of times I've gone there and they haven't quite given me what I wanted, but it was still like an acceptable haircut. <laughs> it just like wasn't quite what I was asking for. Uh, but it's never been like, ugh. Yeah, I don't, I've, it's been a lo- it has been a while since I've had a truly bad haircut. Uh, I suppose even before, I mean, I've had this barber my whole time of living in New York, which is about four years now. Um, so my last bad haircut was like prior to moving to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sought I sought out a good place to get your haircut, which is mm-hmm. maybe why I ended up with the place I have now, which is in Park Slope. So it's a, it's not even that. It's not. It's convenient, but not super convenient for me to get to. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking about the bad haircut I had. It was like I got my hair dyed darker, so it was like a darker brown, like really dark brown. And but then it like what didn't look good. But then the real problem was that she cut my hair in a way that was like super choppy. So there was like a chunk in the front of my hair and then like a staircase down to the next length so it wasn't like a nice mm. fade it looked so bad i hated it i like left while my mom was getting her hair cut and like wandered around the mall and then came back and the person that was cutting her hair was like do you want to fix that and i'm like yes please <laughs> um it was so bad it was right before my cousin's wedding 
But it got fixed. Was it better? It was better, but it still wasn't great. It was just like tidied up. Um, I do. And that was the worst haircut I ever got. Um, one. So when I was a when I was younger, through well, honestly, probably through college, <laughs> I like from when I was like my first haircut through when I was like twenty something. I went to this one uh, barber shop in my hometown, which was um. The one that like my dad and like I don't know, a lot of people in my hometown went to this one place because they had like eight or ten barbers there like at any given time. Like most of the time they it was like I want to say it was like four or five chairs on each side of a, of a place. And it was just a place everyone went. But I think they were really used to giving like really basic haircuts. So like if you ever wanted something more hip or with the times or whatever, like you couldn't go to this place. And I think that's where I got some of my bad haircuts where now that I go to this place in New York, I feel like they're kind of forced. They're in Park Slope. They have to know <laughs> current hairstyles. I think that's true. They're stuck with it. They're stuck with it. They have to. People well, are going to come in there and ask for all kinds of stuff. A lot, lot of trendy haircuts. Um, I will say that the bald man who sometimes cuts my hair is also the expert there on doing women's hair. And there are like a couple of women who give haircuts there too, but he's the one who does like the women's, like he does the blowouts and he does layers and he's like, that's his whole deal. <laughs> I think that's also kind of interesting that he's like the one guy, first of all, again, bald. <laughs> and that he's like the only one that is like really like that good at that stuff. Um, it's very strange. strange. I mean, they do have like cosmetology. They have like cosmetology classes and stuff. And I feel like if you spend a lot of time with it and like do do well, you'll yeah. learn. And, and there's like Jonathan Van Ness who does the grooming on Queer Eye if you've watched the show. Okay. It is, I mean, it's amazing. And Jonathan Van Ness is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard great things. I actually was watching on Netflix, like watching Netflix, but I was finishing Glow. I was like, oh, I need something new to watch. And I was like, oh, I could watch that. And then I didn't. Because I also am in the middle of watching Younger. So I have to finish that. I heard good things about that as well. It's um, pretty good. I'm really excited for Hilary Duff. <laughs> She's in it. Lizzie I know. McGuire. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire is an adult. Lizzie McGuire. Is she, does she really like play herself or something? I, like- I can't say. I, I didn't actually watch Lizzie McGuire growing oh. up. We didn't have that channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... From what I know, like, I don't know. She's Hillary Duff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a question about haircuts. Mm. Oh. No. <laughs> what was your worst haircut? My worst haircut? Um, I can't remember. That question was directed to Zuby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really can't remember. I feel like every time I've had, like, a bad haircut, I've, like, immediately gone and, like, um, or not immediately. Okay, maybe not a haircut. My worst color was done maybe like two years ago after, I don't know if you remember when I colored, dyed my hair purple. Mm -hmm. And um, after that, I was like trying to bring it back to like a brownish kind of thing. And um, I think I went to this place where they just like didn't know what they were doing and, and there was just like splotches of like weird other colors on my head. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. So I had to like go back and not go back. I went to another place and got it fixed. I think my friend helped me too. It's, it was just, it was a mess. It was a mess. Have you guys, this is a question for both of you. And I haven't answered myself. Have you ever cut your own hair? Oh yes. And how did that work out? 
Oh God. Okay. So when I was um in middle school, I really wanted to give myself bangs. Like I remember my mom was able to do it somehow on because I have a small forehead, so like it's hard to have bangs on a small forehead. You need the canvas. <laughs> so I uh, I was like. I don't know, I think like in the sixth grade or fifth grade, no, the fifth grade, I tried to give myself bangs and like it just, I don't know what I did. I just like cut it and then it it did like one of those bing, like it sprung back up and I was like, oh, I have to fix it. So I tried to fix it and I like cut all of my hair off from like my... <laughs> <laughs> the left side of my head and um I, there was like this bald spot there and i tried to hide it with like a headband and my aunt and my mom saw it and they're like what did you do to your hair because like we i don't know like indians like pride themselves on their hair and stuff so like especially girls like they it, like if you have like a full head of hair and like they love that shit so like i fucked it up and and they were like oh what did you do? And my senior trip was coming up. Um, we were going to Dorney Park and my parents were like, no, you can't go to your par- your your senior trip anymore because you messed up your hair. <laughs> and um, and then after that, they made me like I begged them to let me go. And they made me um, write it write out like a thousand times. <laughs> I will not cut my hair. I will not cut my hair. And they made me put it up on the wall. So embarrassed. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was that was a weird time. So I want to show you that your hair has grown back since <laughs> middle school. <laughs> no, actually, ever since then, I've just, you know, been cutting that same spot. <laughs> it's still bald. Yeah, you got to maintain it. You have to act like you meant to do it. <laughs> um, I'm, yes. I don't, I've never cut it, like, so do you know Parent Trap? <laughs> yes. Um, and the scene where they're like... the Lindsay Lohan one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and the scene where they're trying to make each other's hair look like each other's hair. <laughs> um, and they also pierce each other's ears. Um, mm-hmm. I no, already had my ears pierced. The British one. The British one. Had to get it pierced. Yes. Yeah. Um, I already had my ears pierced, so I could not pierce my own ears using their <laughs> method. But <laughs> I could try to cut my bangs. <laughs> they tried to cut the their bangs. bangs. Bangs? I I feel like even before I asked this, I was like, I'm probably going to get a couple of bangs answers, but let's <laughs> see what happens. Um, so I like took, but in this, they don't, they don't even really have, they just have like basically one strand cut short that's like, like right below the eyes. And I like tried to recreate that. Um, and it was like long enough where I could hide it when I realized like, no, that didn't work. Um, one girl at school noticed it and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, maybe when I was a kid, I actually cut my hair, but I don't remember. My mom and I, I think our first ever fight was when I was in kindergarten because she, I had long, pretty hair and I, and going into kindergarten, I got, she made me get it cut real short and I was so mad at her. Oh, oh I, my fight. dad, yeah, my dad has done that to me. Oh my God. This, the third, I think the third grade or the fourth grade, my dad, like right before school started, like two weeks before school was about to start he he was like okay sit down here i'm gonna give you a haircut and i innocently just sat down and all my hair was gone i was like i had like a boy cut and all the kids in the neighborhood were making fun of me ah ha ha you look like a boy and like i was terrified and i was waiting for school to start because i was so scared i was like okay maybe in in like two weeks my hair will grow no that's not how hair works apparently (laughs) so (laughs) 
<laughs> I spent the rest of my summer just like watching Sister Act 2 every single night. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, yeah, I went back to school with that boyish, boy, boyish haircut. And um, I, I can't remember if like anyone at school made fun of me for it or not, but... I was terrified. <laughs> Feels like somebody made fun of you. Right. <laughs> uh, I, uh, most of my, I've had a couple experiences cutting my own hair. I'd say the successful times have been if I went a little too long cutting my hair and I needed to just trim the hair on my like neck, which grows in like, you know, if you're a boy, you get, you have to get all that, like, or if you have a short haircut in general, um, you have to get like your neck hair really trimmed up short. Cause then it starts growing in and it kind of grows in weird. Like it's like thinner than the hair on your head. <laughs> so like, I feel like it, it look it's, it's not the best hair <laughs> it, like tapers off. It goes from your head down to your back and then the hair gets worse and worse until it's not hair anymore. <laughs> anyways trimming that i could do a pretty okay job you just need like a little buzzer and you just like get rid of the weird hair on your neck (laughs) and that's usually i will do that to delay a haircut another week or something or if if i realize like oh i really need a haircut but i'm like doing something where i feel like i want to look better uh i don't know what that is some sort of event maybe Mm -hmm. i will buzz that weird hair off my neck anyways (laughs) i don't have weird neck hair People in general, if they don't get a haircut long enough, get weird neck hair. <laughs> um, but uh, when I first went to college, I didn't cut. I went on. I was a rebel, and I didn't get my hair cut for a long time. And I had reasonably long hair for a boy uh, who has generally short hair. No judgment on boys with long hair. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> but for someone used to having short hair, I had a lot longer hair than I used to. And then... We were trying to like trim it and I think I didn't have any sense of like what it meant to uh, sort of cut it evenly. So it was like kind of like cut like as a straight line across and it was like not a not a bowl cut because it was too long to be classified as a bowl cut. Uh, But just like weird looking. (laughs) And then I eventually had to get that all. I was just like, okay, well, bye to all of this. (laughs) I don't think I knew how to describe. I don't I don't know that I, I I. I might have kept having slightly longish hair if I knew how to go to person who cut hair professionally and had like the confidence to tell them what I wanted it to look like. But I barely still, I I still don't really have that confidence. (laughs) And I've spent a lot of my life describing haircuts to people. (laughs) That's the worst part about getting your hair cut. Yeah. I'm like, I have a lot of hair, but it's actually pretty thin. So you have to be really careful. Like really light layers. I still need to be able to tuck it behind my ear. I like to be able to put it up in a bun because I want it out of the way. Yeah. Makes sense. Have you ever, uh, Matt, have you ever put your hair in a bun when it was long? I was not, I was not long enough for that. Okay. I think, I think I, at one point somebody put a clip in my hair. (laughs) Uh, but even that was like, it was like, uh, my hair would be like, I guess to like my neck area. So, so not like, like long, long, but like, but like all of it would be. So like I had like a, a big old forehead swoop of hair uh, <laughs> uh, that I could like comb to the side or whatever. Like I could do. Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of a look in the night, like not the nineties, maybe like early 2000s. How old 2000s. do you think I am? <laughs> Yeah. Mean.
an emo over oh, emo hair grown too long swooped to the side kind of thing <laughs> i remember that i so mean that was i was thinking more of like you watch boy meets world okay yep i know eric from like maybe like season four or yeah, like five sort of like his hair was like kind of like down to the side a little bit more i would say that that mine was like the 2000s version of that okay. like i feel like it, Hey, that was in the 2000s, I think, though. I want to. I want to call that late 90s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also <laughs> didn't watch Boys Me- Boy Meets World. I think Family. my his hair was. It's like, on Hulu. You should watch it. Wow. Well, <laughs> his hair. Eric's was like a more stylized version of what I had. Mine was like the grungier emo version of that thing. <laughs> um, it laid flat. Like his was like cut. Like was it like Nickelback? What's his name? <laughs> Chad Kroger. Yeah. Nickelback. Um, <laughs> assumed his name was Nickelback. Um. <laughs> Uh, he does. uh yeah i guess i mean his hair is sort of wavier and puffier than yeah. mine is <laughs> um yeah not so di- not so different from that although he was certainly not who I- maybe like someone from like a like a taking back sunday or something like <laughs> i would have been appropriate in a band like that in fact i was once asked if i was in the band taking back sunday <laughs> anyways uh yeah all right. Well, I think that's good for haircuts. <laughs> Goodbye. You, that was a great topic. Thank you guys for talking about that. And haircuts. Now, that's beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for singing that. Uh, now, Gotham and uh, hockey will forever be split in our topics list because haircuts is spelled H A, <laughs> just alphabetically between G and H O. <laughs> okay. Okay. We've done the tea talk. We've done the chit chat. Yes. We've done Matt's mini topic. Yes. It is time, Zuby, for uh-huh. you to be the star of the show. Yes. And tell us what we're talking about today. Okay. So are you guys ready for this? I'm not. Uh, okay. I am, though. I, I also am. <laughs> <laughs> so the topic that I wanted to bring to you guys is R.L. Stein. Ooh. Wow. Have you guys read his, did you guys read his books growing up? I read a few Goosebumps books. And like, I mean, like, I kind of wanted to talk about maybe like all of the books we read as kids, Uh, like, you know, those um, mystery novels or whatever. Um, I just, I loved R.L. Stein growing up. Like, I feel like he's like one of the best YA writers. (laughs) Is he YA or like... Um. Maybe younger. I'd say younger than YA. Yeah. Because yeah. YA like feeds into adulthood. Yeah. It's like. I think it's like right before. It's YYA, I think. Young, young adult. <laughs> yeah. Younger young adults. Uh, is there a name for that? Or did I just make one up? And is it going to stick? <laughs> I don't know. I don't see those books around anymore. And I feel like they like really shaped the person that I am today. <laughs> Uh, I uh-huh. used to uh, I used to read Matt Christopher books, which I think is like so. Those were like I want to say the same reading level, mm-hmm. but they were like sports books, and they were all about like the boy who caught the out the long fly, or <laughs> uh, that's probably not, or like the kid who scored the goal. Like, and they were okay. different. They were for different. Uh, it'd be like, yeah, sort of how R.L. Stein would be like different scary tropes was like each mm-hmm. one this was like a different sports like trope basically like mm. the kid who couldn't score a goal and he finally scores a goal or Aww. he wanted to hit a home run and he finally has a home run and like <laughs> yeah i read a lot of babysitter clubs books same mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. i love babysitter yeah. i also like um 
uh, Cam Jansen. Do you guys remember that? I never read them as a kid, but we have them at school and I've like flipped through them. Ugh, I loved, I love these like um, mystery novels, novels. I don't know what to call them. They're, I'd say books, novels. Yeah. Okay. They're novels. They're just novels that are For younger people. Y-Y-A. I honestly like if I, <laughs> if I, I like, I, I would love to read them again and just, you know, like when you rewatch like old um, television shows when you were a kid, you're yeah. like, why did I ever watch this? Like, I remember um, I used to watch Bobby's World growing up. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that? Oh, I watched it's Bobby's such World. such a weird show. I don't know that show. Oh my God. Okay. It was, it was uh, Howie Mandel. Uh, yes. <laughs> it was like his show. <laughs> it was a cartoon and Bobby was a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was obsessed with that show. And then I, I think I saw it on hulu or something like that and i was like oh i want to see what this is i want to like remind myself and then i watched it and i was like this is so bad why did i watch this i think i already knew i knew a lot of the kids things i liked were garbage uh, at some <laughs> point when i even maybe like my brother is seven years younger than me so like i would watch so even so like if i was like 10 i would watch stuff for like three-year-olds because if mm-hmm. i was like watching him or something and i was like and a lot of it would be like the stuff i had watched younger but i was like oh this is i'm already over this and i'm only 10 <laughs> this is not, this wasn't as good as i thought it was yeah emily i <laughs> would i think it's fun to go back and reread those also that they're yeah. so short like mm-hmm. for a kid they're not so short but like for no. us we could read them in like 15 yeah. 20 minutes You're right like, no i remember like yeah. as a kid being able to finish those books like in less than a day like yeah, you know i definitely. would just like like just go through them because they, yeah. they were just so good and i feel like um i don't know like my i have a brother who's like 13 right now so like I never seen him read those types of books and and like it kind of bothers me that he doesn't he's not mm-hmm. into like Encyclopedia Brown or like Cam Jansen and um I don't know if they don't if they just don't I know that they have them in the mm-hmm. library so like I'm wondering what it is that like cuz he loves like Captain Underpants and Ugh, all kids love Captain Underpants Yeah <laughs> and I I can understand the the um what the what's the word appeal the appeal yes I can understand the appeal of those because i did i think like dabble in a little <laughs> captain underpants uh growing up i've but dabbled like... in captain underpants <laughs> that sounds awful no, that sounds so bad <laughs> sorry uh. guys <laughs> um yeah I, I but like i like it never caught my attention the way that um like books like rl stein like i loved the fear street uh um collection like i don't know if you guys ever read any of those but fear street was my jam and like it was literally just like i I don't know i just like took so much imagination Mm -hmm. to like think of like scary things and now i'm like terrified of horror like i'll never watch a horror movie i think the last thing i watched was get out and (laughs) that was horrifying Mm -hmm. Um, did you uh, did you see the goosebumps movie no the recent one yeah with like jack black in it no who plays i I believe in the movie is playing rl stein is because it's it's supposed to be like a weird like meta kind of thing yeah i don't like that i don't (laughs) i honestly don't know i have no opinions i've not seen the movie (laughs) i guess it sounds like something like if it was done really well would be super cool but i don't know that i have the faith in humanity to make something so meta Cause like well, it's also know. Jack Black, so like I can't take that seriously. Because I remember there was a show 
um i remember yes yeah so like they kind of like followed the books like they they really like try to keep um keep everything the way that the books described things i feel like arl stein was just like so good at like bringing these scary things to life so that like kids mm-hmm. can see it in their heads yeah. and like you know um that's why i loved reading his books growing up and like and he kind of paved his books paved my way to like other mystery novels and like other mystery writers and things like that like i love lois duncan books um and like i can't i can't remember other names but it's okay <laughs> you have a chance to think about it but yeah. um i think i didn't read a lot of goosebump books as a kid i think because i was like those are scary <laughs> um i also i do remember watching the show a little bit but the only real thing i remember there's two episodes i remember i don't think they're the same episode but i mean who knows mm-hmm. um the first one was um the only thing i remember is that there's like an evil i'm gonna say ghost but i don't think it was ghosts in town and you knew them because their eyes would gleam red Mm -hmm. and then at the very end the family thinks everything is safe and then the dog dog's eyes turn bright red as they're closing the moving van and that (laughs) terrified me and that was the end right that was the end yeah he like ends everything on a cliffhanger and then doesn't revisit (laughs) and then the other one i remember is it was two girls and they're trying to have like a, a ritual of sorts to like, mm. I don't know. So I'm going to say another ghost. They're trying to bring out another ghost. Um, but they use, it needs silver and they use silver spoons, but they're not really silver, which makes the whole ritual go awry. And one of the girls disappears. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that story. But that's all I remember. Okay. I mean, yeah, he, he's a great, uh, it's a great writer. <laughs> yeah. I uh my biggest memory I don't I didn't I was not really that into him, but I do remember uh there being a thing called Say Cheese and Die. <laughs> uh it's about a haunted camera or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I just that's like that name has always stuck with me. <laughs> Say cheese and die. I think I did read a few of his books, but I just like wasn't I think I maybe I think I also was a bit of a scaredy cat when I was a kid. I was too. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat now, and like it's kind of um, it's kind of interesting to see like like my trajectory of of genres that I've like gotten into because like I loved those books growing up, and then like I started reading like Meg Cabot and um, you know like The Princess Diaries, and then oh my god, so she had some risque books, but she would also change her author name to Megan Cabot. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there would be, like, sex in, in the books. And, like, you know, you don't have that in the Princess Diaries. <laughs> you got to change your name if you're going to have sex in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what was one of those books that had sex? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we say that? Sex. 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 Which I feel like I read some of these books, but I don't remember yeah. them. I don't remember the title of it, but I do remember that the guy was an actor, um, and the lady was like 
an assistant or something like that and then they get trapped in um I, this might not even be a meg cabot book it might be somebody else <laughs> let's just hear about this book though. <laughs> I, I need i need to know what where they get trapped absolutely they get trapped in like a cabin or something and they hate each other but then like you know once they get trapped in the cabin they they have the sex <laughs> And then, you know, I don't love, I think, follows. Nothing like watching two people giggle about people having sex in a book. Um. I will say, I don't know, I have nothing to say. It gets really graphic in books. You think, okay, with camera movements and stuff, you don't really get the whole picture. But with, I mean, I'm I'm talking about like like cinematic, you know, like cinema, like sex on screen. I'm not talking about porn. <laughs> when you when you see sex on on screen, it's like it's really so, just like so close up and like you know, you just see like the muscle <laughs> like on the arm or something. I don't know. Oh god, I've derailed this whole conversation. I will I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll pick you up on this. So books aren't like rated like movies are. So in movies yeah. they have to like keep everything, you know, PG thirteen to like Ish. make let people watch them. Whereas like books like can be way more descriptive and like they're not as cautious. I mean, books don't have a rating system at all, right? Like not that <laughs> no, there is. Is um, there? I think. Um, but well, pe- no. There's there's a reading level. It's like oh, yeah. ages, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah but people. It. So people don't. So in that same like they're not like beholden to these ratings of like yeah. rated R or whatever. So people yeah. can be as. As long as they think the book will sell, they can be as graphic as they want. Like, is it like I've never read nor watched any of these movies, but maybe resident expert on the Fifty Shades of Grey can <laughs> tell me, me the book is more. Is I would assume the book is sexier than the movies are. <laughs> so I will make something clear that I've not read any of the uh, books. I've only seen every single movie around okay. Valentine's Day. Um, I mean, my friend always go watch them, although they're all done now. We're going to find something new, new to do on Valentine's Day. They'll have a prequel. Like so I can't <laughs> honestly speak to the books. Although a bunch of people read them. I've, so. heard, I've heard the books are very porny, whereas the movies are like not as much because they had to not be <laughs> technically a porn. I also don't know yeah. what they're rated. I mean, I feel like they, they probably are. I think they probably are. are yeah, yeah, I don't know. They are. But like even rated R book, uh, well, sorry, rated R movies have to be careful. Like, yeah, they're certainly, like, yeah. You can't show, you can still write about more than you can show in a rated R movie. I mean, yes. you can show a lot on Netflix, apparently. Like, they don't care at all. <laughs> oh, you can show whatever you want on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so going back. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Arlstein. No, I don't um, know what if Arlstein is listening to this. I think if this podcast is. is about anything, it's about tea, friendship, and losing track of the conversation. <laughs> and giggling about uh, porn stuff. That, so I think it's different reading in books. It's it's much more graphic. I agree. Yes, yes. Um, but going back to R.L. Stein. Yes. Do you have a favorite R.L. Stein? Um, I don't remember. Like, honestly, I, I like... I. I I don't remember like a specific book, but my favorite um, series of his is definitely Fear Street. And I, mean, I loved um, Goosebumps, but like Fear Street is like, it's like a level up from <laughs> Goosebumps, I think. I think like Goosebumps is very much like kid friendly, like for kids, whereas um, Fear Street was more like teen geared, like, you know, it was mm. like for teens. And yeah, you kind of just like. Mm-hmm. Did you. um? Did you ever watch um, 
Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. Nickelodeon. I loved yeah. it. This, that's why I'm just like, I'm wondering, like, I love these books growing up, but why am I so afraid of horror <laughs> now? I think, like, I'm, I'm very much afraid of ghosts. Like, I'm so afraid of demons possessing me. <laughs> like, that's a, fear, like a fear we all have. <laughs> no one wants to be possessed by a demon. Yeah, no. Losing control of my body scares me a lot. Like, that's why, like, drugs scare me. Um, <laughs> like, hard drugs, you know, like, um, what? Uh, MDMA. <laughs> uh, yeah, the hard ones. <laughs> I'll say I have, I have no idea about anything about drugs. But. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I'm afraid of like hallucinating and things like that mm-hmm. and like losing control of your body. So like demon possession is like maybe one level above a Molly, a bad Molly trip or acid trip or something like yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> I have, I'm going to throw something out about why you liked Goosebumps RL, or why you liked R.L. Stein, Are You Afraid of the Dark and maybe don't care too much about modern stuff. And I think it's because a lot of movies now like so I really like The Shining. Mm-hmm. Just another episode of this podcast. Please, please <laughs> listen, to everyone. Um, and that is like, you know, a horror from the is from nineteen eighty, and so it like predates a lot of like some of the more modern stuff. Where I feel like a lot of stuff that comes out these days, and I mean by these days, I mean like the last like twenty years. Mm-hmm. It's very reliant on things like jump scares and film tactics to scare you. Mm-hmm. Where like that kind of stuff doesn't work in books, uh, right. so you're so the thing that's scary in a book is going to be vastly different than what's scary. I mean, you might have like similar themes and things like that, but like they're not trying to scare you with like so like a jump scare is like that scene where like someone closes a mirror and they find out they're like murderers behind them, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. they they like are running and then they turn a corner and then like they bump right into like either like. It could just be like their friend, but like it's supposed to scare you because you didn't expect them to like bump into somebody. But that's like a thing that is only really scary if you film it. You right. can't be reading that. She was running and running and running and she ran into her friend Tom. It's like, <laughs> 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 that's not scary, but seeing it on, on, on in a movie could, could be. Yeah. So I guess I'm wondering if maybe what you don't like about horror is the kind of stuff they put into film yeah. and not what they put into print. Yeah. I think that that's a, that's a good speculation. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, I don't read a lot of horror anymore either. I don't think that there's like a lot of horror even out there. Maybe maybe I'm just ignorant. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot of like thriller right. books and like mm-hmm. mystery books, that, but that's definitely not. Which I also loved. Like there was this one um, book. I can't remember who the author was, but there was a book about multiple personality disorder and like this woman had multiple personality disorder. She went to college and like, and when I tell you like the description, I still remember what I imagined in my head better than I can remember like what happened in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that that those books just I, I just really need to go back to reading some Lois Duncan or something like that, because I feel like those books were so good. And, you know, I think, OK, so Arl Stein, I brought him up because there was <laughs> he tweeted something funny. He was like... <laughs> no context or anything he was just like Shakira Shakira (laughs) I was like Arlstein what are you up to dude (laughs) I wonder if he's still writing books Uh, he probably is I mean he he probably does have like adult novels too but yeah I whoever's marketing his stuff is not doing a good job okay uh what do you think about Stephen King Stephen King is great I he's still writing stuff 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't read a lot of his stuff. I did read it, I think. Um I tried and then I got too scared <laughs> to read it. Um The Shining. Again, like I, Stephen King was one of those novels I was just uh one of those writers that was just too good at his job. I was like, I can see this way too well. Uh-huh. I'm going to close this book. Too scary. <laughs> so I'm not reading the rest of this. Um but maybe like now that I'm older, I don't know. I'm still a weenie. I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> uh I've not read any of his books, but I have met Stephen King. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's a little fact about me. We had he has season tickets to the Red Sox. Oh, I do know team. the story. No, I do and know so the story. So he was. Have I told it on the podcast? I don't remember. I'll tell it anyways. And uh, we, uh, me and some friends wanted to, were going to see a game. We were sitting in not our seats for like the the game hadn't even started. It was like the warm ups. Importantly, this was a game that was being aired on ESPN, not just the local network. So there were extra cameras and we were like talking about the extra cameras and Stephen King like turned to us and was like, oh yeah, there's these extra cameras for this and blah. blah. And we were like basically just chit-chatting about these cameras. <laughs> um, and I didn't, I knew Stephen King was a Red Sox fan and I knew he had season tickets because they show him like on TV every once in a while. They'd be like, here's Stephen King at the game. And well, I don't know that they do that anymore because it's so, he's, been going to the games for so long <laughs> mm-hmm. although i guess ten, i don't actually know if he still goes anyways at the time he was going and uh we got up to go to like our actual seats and uh one of the people i was with was like hey do you think that was stephen king and i like went that was absolutely stephen king like <laughs> as soon as he mentioned it i had total recollection of what he looks like and who he is and that he goes it's that sort of context thing yeah. where you don't yeah. like expect it to be that person yeah um but yeah, so I had a conversation about television cameras with Stephen King. <laughs> Interesting. Um, at one of the Yankees games I went to recently, not the one I went to with Matt, the one I went to two days later, um, <laughs> A-Rod and J-Lo were there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. talk to them about cameras. <laughs> She's from the block. Uh, and <laughs> He is uh, a former the block. Yankee. He's, yeah. also, he's also from New York. I don't know where, though. <laughs> Um, that was just my celeb sighting yeah. at a baseball game. Back to R.L. Stein. <laughs> yes. The um, man of the hour. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't have a question. Did you have a question? Um, I just said, um. um <laughs> I feel bad whenever I say, um, and I don't have anything to follow up with. So, I, as a teacher, see mm. a lot of books that you mentioned in the classroom. Like, there mm. are Cam Jansen's Encyclopedia mm-hmm. Browns. There's also encourage. some new fancy ones. Not fancy mm-hmm. there, just new. <laughs> um, I have a question, though. Yes. Did you read the Magic Treehouse books? Magic Treehouse? You don't know the Magic Treehouse? No, the Magic School Bus. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> think I read the Magic. I think I, I like maybe read like one or two books and never really got into it the same way I did like Cam Jansen and like Encyclopedia Brown. And then there was like... Um, some other boxcar boxcar kids yeah boxcar kids like those books really like got me into like those were such good books that like i would look for hollow walls in my house (laughs) (laughs) look for hidden treasure inside my house and my my parents would get annoyed because like i tried to put a hole in their wall i gotta there's a hidden cupboard back here mom (laughs) yeah i gotta imagine people like like yeah, that's supposed to be like the Harry Potter now, right? Like every yeah. kid thinks that they're secretly a wizard or something. Like if they're, <laughs> I don't know, I really don't know because I feel like I like 
as an adult i'm so different from the person that i used to be and it kind of annoys me because like i want that imagination back Mm -hmm. i I mean like i am a writer so like i write a lot of what i imagine and stuff but like um i don't i feel like i don't have like that adventurousness in me anymore because like i used to as a kid um like make treasure maps and things like that and oh god i'm such a loser but (laughs) no no this is this is this is real (laughs) no i i used to like do dumb shit like that where i would just like like make a treasure map and like make like a like a uh uh what's the scavenger hunt for my Mm -hmm. cousins and stuff and like make them go on the hunt and like i put like jewelry and stuff in my mom's jewelry (laughs) inside i'm sure she loved that (laughs) inside of like a inside of a jewelry box and like dig it it, like dig a hole in the in the garden and put it in there and it's just like such weird i collected rocks as a kid (laughs) oh i had a rock collection and i put them in it egg carton because i didn't know where else to put the oh god um do you guys remember the toy um connects they were like legos but they were plastic and they were like connect they were called connects because they connected i think so yeah uh they were like they were a lego like they're they're honestly nothing like legos but um it's a similar kind of toy like a construction toy yeah like how erect do you guys know erector sets like the metal yes Mm-mm. um it's like another Toy in the same vein as Legos, but obviously, honestly, nothing similar. You would, you would, I'll describe Erector sets, and then I'll get back to connects. Uh, Erector sets were like made of metal, and you would actually have like little Allen wrenches and little screws, and like you'd build. Oh, that's cute. Like I had a set. I think it's still at my parents' like house that I had like a little helicopter, and I don't know. My I feel like I had an uncle who used to give these to these kinds of gifts to me as a present because uh, it was like it was like the toy he grew up with. Um, so it was like Legos of that. I mean, Legos have been around forever too, but like Legos from another similar toy. It's like model building kind of, but um, it's like a mix between model building and Legos. They give you the pieces, they give you the instructions, but it's more like you're building a, a thing. All right. Anyways, connects are, I feel like they came out in the 90s. Like I kind of, rem- I feel like I remember them debuting and I feel like they more directly competed with Legos. Like I had a childhood friend who his favorite toy was connects and i love legos and it was like a rift it was, it was the big it was our first rift because we are not friends anymore <laughs> wow um, wow and you it was like these there were basically i think two kinds of pieces there were like plastic rods of like different length and plastic like um connector pieces they're like the rods would fit into the connector pieces and you could build these whatever things Anyways, long story short, <laughs> I, around Halloween time, would build, I would try to, like, in my basement, which was, like, a furnished basement, it wasn't a basement basement, <laughs> uh, would build, like, a little haunted house with these connects things, and they were supposed to be, like, the, the spooky stuff. <laughs> and so I tried making, I don't know where, I guess maybe Are You Afraid of the Dark or something like that was my inspiration at the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I tried... Uh, I went really all out like I it was a thing you could like walk through like if you like I'd bring my parents and my brother through it I'd be like come check out the haunted house I made and there was like I remember there was a skeleton that would drop from the ceiling that was my coolest thing I made <laughs> uh and like it was like all built with like I had like little strings attached to stuff so like if I pulled a string it would make something fall that's really cool um yeah that was like peak me being creative <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool I think um 
I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm cursing so much. And you guys like. It's okay. Are so we nice. are rated E for explicit. Um, <laughs> um, can talk can... about sex all you want on this podcast. <laughs> um, talk about dabbling with Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> um, while you're thinking of what you were going to say. Yes. I'll tell. When I. So very quickly after all of these books, Harry Potter entered my life. And that's like yes. pretty much all I read. Um, which I have said on the podcast before, and I talk about Harry Potter so much. Um, but I, at one point, on my parents' computer, beyond the fact that I wasted so much paper printing out fan fiction, <laughs> I like typed out Hogwarts letters for all of the main characters. Oh my god, that's so cute! Like acceptance letters. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I think. Nice. <laughs> oh, what I was going to say. Do you still say, have those? I definitely don't. Okay. I might still have a project I did about Harry Potter in like sixth grade. It was, I got, she hung it on the board. It was so good. So I kept it because it was so good. I could find it. In sixth grade, I did a project on Legos. Anyways, we we each have our obsessions. (laughs) Zuby? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So since we're on that, I was going to mention about how um, Stranger Things is kind of like today's, I think, uh, goosebumps or... (laughs) I mean, better production, obviously, <laughs> way better production, way better story, but um, kind of yeah, it, follow, it kind of follows that. You I know, agree, yeah. Um, trope, I think. Anyways, so I was gonna say um, that was the first thing, and then oh, I forgot <laughs> again. It's a hard thing. You got to tie a string around your finger to remember. <laughs> I hear that's a thing. Um, what would you? What did you say? Uh, uh, something about Harry Potter fan fiction acceptance letters oh yes okay so that okay that reminds me when I was in like the seventh grade or eighth grade um me and my friend were like who was also obsessed with like um Meg Cabot books and stuff like that uh we would pass notes to each other during class but these notes weren't like notes to each other it I mean like like it was a story like we yeah. were writing a story so like i would like write like a paragraph and then she would write the next paragraph mm-hmm. and like she'd pass it back and yeah. i'd write the next paragraph so we like had like maybe like six chapters of a of a novel <laughs> hmm. <laughs> on loose leaf paper <laughs> that i had saved for a long time and i don't know where it is anymore um really find, sad it, about find that. it and print it i really want to find it and like uh she left the school so I kept in touch with her and we were like, yo, we should really like, you know, finish writing this book or whatever because it's a, it's a pretty good book. Like teenagers love it. <laughs> um, uh, she, she wrote the sex. <laughs> but, uh, it's quite a book. It's quite put a book. Up, you can put it on Netflix. They'll, they'll put anything on Netflix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just pictures of each page <laughs> with enough time to read them. <laughs> Yes, that's yeah. that's the movie. It's a slideshow presentation. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I, I think we had like six chapters of the book written down that we had literally just passed each other back and forth, and um, and then I don't know what happened to it. I had it for a while in like my underwear drawer or something. <laughs> Classic place to put something like that. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Check under your mattress. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like in a in a filing folder somewhere. I don't know. Or I threw it out. I don't know. Well, I hope you didn't throw it out. I hope I find it. I need the memories. Um, did Megan Abbott or Meg Abbott Cabot Cabot? Uh, maybe I'm. Maybe there's an Abbott I'm getting mixed in with this. But I feel like there's a book I read by Meg 
Princess Diaries? No. That was like a regular person gets into an accident and they put her brain in a supermodel's brain. Chaos ensues. Is that by her? I don't think so. She wrote a lot. Okay. I think she wrote um, Avalon. And I think that there was a a Disney movie, Disney Channel movie based off of that book. Okay. Um, I I really like that book. And then I think she also wrote uh, one uh, All-American Girl. Where this girl saves a president from assassination. Oh, I read that one. No, I read that one. <laughs> that was a really good book. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, like, Meg Cabot raised me, guys. Go. And so did Arl Stein. <laughs> They're different. There's totally different genres of, of books, but. They shaped you for who you are. Yes. You need yeah. different influences. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go back into my horror uh, Start with R.L. Stein again. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see. If... Die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should look that. I do remember that book though, because that sounds so familiar. Um, we do have to start wrapping up, sadly. But is there yes. anything else you want to say um, about R.L. Stein or or just anything? R.L. Stein, any um, n- specifically about your topic of R.L. Stein or related books. Okay, uh, I think that children should go to the library and read more books. Um, I I like I yell at my brother all the time because he's you know he's he's twelve he's turning thirteen in like a week, so like I yell at him all the time like you need to read, um, it's really important. So like. <laughs> It's just uh, if parents could like just get this section out and forget about everything else we talked about and just get this part out and be like, you know, this person is telling you to read. You should read a book. <laughs> tell your kids to read. Um, I think it's really important. Uh, yeah. But like good, good things, because, you know, you can tell a person to read, but they can also pick up like Mind Kampf and that's a bad idea. So <laughs> read good, appropriate a literature that will make you a better person. <laughs> yes. When you said that, when you said there are books you don't want people to read. Before he said Mein Kampf, I thought, well, I used to read Animorphs, and I feel like that's a... <laughs> I loved Animorphs. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot yeah. about Animor- Animorphs. We talked briefly about... We had another episode where I talked about Animorphs, so I won't... I don't have to go super into it. <laughs> I mean, I, it, was a, it was a great series. Yes, also. I read them so, for a while. I watched the TV show. <laughs> I did not. Wear, oh, I was kind of over it already, but the TV show to me was like so, so much later than... I it mean, was. in kid years, it was so much later. Like it was the books came out yeah. when I was in like the fourth or fifth grade, and then the TV show came out when I was in like high school, and I was over watching Nickelodeon by then. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know that they had a show actually. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar with it existing again, probably because my brother would have been seven years younger than me, so he would yeah. like anything that was just out of date for me. He yeah. was like watching. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Um, That's all, all right. I have to say. We here at TBD support children going to libraries and reading yes <laughs> and adults and Go adults yeah. we support the local library yes i will start reading harry potter soon <laughs> oh, i need to bring you a first copy i keep forgetting to do that i brought made sure i brought an extra one home for me wait well, have did, you never I've read ne- harry potter no but i did find the uh the first book in my laundry room <laughs> so technically i could <laughs> go sit there and read it <laughs> my my i have just the first book and maybe the order of the phoenix i don't know why i don't have the rest of the <laughs> But I have the first book, and it is so worn out. So worn out. Mm. <laughs> my third book is literally falling apart. <laughs> but it's my first version. I would never get rid of it. Wow. Yeah. You, well, yeah. I mean, why get rid of it? I would never get rid of it. Don't. Um, you feel good? 
Yes. You feel good? I feel good too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think we have any Carly's Corrections Corner. No. Um, uh, no corrections. No corrections. So, Soupy, do you have anything you want to plug? Yes. Um, I have a show on August 11th. Um, mm. It's called You Roar, I Roar. It's ho- that, sorry. Let me start that again. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> so many words. Um, there's so many words in the world. <laughs> it's called. It's a okay. So I have a show um, called "You Roar, I Roar," and it's hosted by this lovely comedian. Her name is Becca Beberaji, um, and it's at the Tank, August 11th, 9 p.m. That and is, we're uh, raising two days from now, so so we're all aware. <laughs> yes, so be there because we're uh, she's raising money for Raisis. Uh We all know what's going on in the world, so you know, trying to help out as best we can. Awesome, that's great. Yeah, so in two days, two days, gonna, <laughs> this podcast comes out two days before that. <laughs> um, go support good work. Go support Zuby and go. Support local comedy. Yeah. And your local library. Yes. Wow. So supportive. <laughs> and support Netflix because they'll put anything on there. <laughs> um, get, uh, get T-Mobile. They give you free Netflix. Whoa. T-Mobile. Yeah. Support T-Mobile now. <laughs> Oh no! This is a plug now. <laughs> all these, all these things to come at us. If you want to, if you want to really promote yourself on this podcast, uh, send us, uh, send us a line. TBDpodcast at gmail dot com. Oh, I also wanted to say. We love sponsorships, but we also love donations. We love donations of tea towels. We love mm-hmm. donations of tea. Yeah, we're not begging for money, but we are begging for random crap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I will I will have you guys next time. I, I'm sorry. I'm a horrible guest. No, you're uh, a no, great guest. The tea we got today was donated to us yes. by yeah. Alex Royston. I'll mention her for the third time because she did <laughs> give us two things of tea. Very nice of her. This and also there's, nice there's another Alex, so we have to make sure we differentiate between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. Okay. okay, we're all good, right? We're, I think we're good. I said okay. The exa- I was going to say the exact same time you said okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, yay. <laughs> well, Subi, and thank, thank you, for, you for being here. Thank you for being such an excellent guest. Thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, to all of you out there, um, let's see. What should we randomly plug? Uh, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sure. We'll do the Instagram uh, at TVD podcast. Um, Instagram. Yeah. Send us emails. Send us if you like are really interested in topics that we want to discuss. Send us an email of them. If you are like these are some great tea recommendations, send them to them because sometimes we just go place and we're like I don't know. Yeah. But if you give us recommendations, <laughs> we can be more specific in our searches. If you're just bored, if you're bored. Send us a t- send us an email. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I've been uh, I've been Matt Armando and I continue to be Emily Riggins <laughs> and this has been TBD with Matt and Emily. Thank you. Bye. Bye.